0: and welcome to Alive Family Church. We're so glad to have each and every one of you guys joining us here, both in person and hey, maybe you're tuning in or joining us online this morning. We're so glad to have you with us as well. We are continuing our summer series. We're in week six. We've kind of dedicated all the month of June and July to walk through some of our church values, to explain our culture here at Alive as we look to God's word. And uh, man, we've covered some really good ground. We've been all over the place. In case you guys have maybe missed a few weeks or you're just joining us for the first time today. Uh, week one was the Bible is our truth. Amen? We believe the word of God. We preach the word of God. We teach the word of God. We stand and we can literally build our lives on the word of God. Amen? And uh, we talked about how we've been in this summer Bible reading plan together as a church family, reading one chapter a day in the New Testament together every morning. If you aren't in on that and you want to join us as we finish out, we've got bookmarks on your way out. But uh, man, we've really been valuing the Word of God and trying to steam it better in our lives this summer. We've also encouraged, hey, we love technology, we love the Bible app, we use it; it's really convenient because it's on our phone. But we've been encouraging to bring your physical Bibles to God's house. Come on, somebody, if you're going to. bring your Bible anywhere. Church is a really good place to bring it. And so how many guys know the Bible will make you wise. And so if you brought your physical Bible with you to church, wave it high in in, an unashamed today. And we've got some smarties for you this morning. All right. Because the Bible will make you smart. All right. So that's our little snack for you guys. You can eat it while I preach. I'm not offended. All right. I want to hear those rappers crinkling. All right. You know what I'm talking about? The Bible will make you wise and will make you smart. That was week one. Week two, we talked about how faith is our response. There's the word of God, which is truth. We put our faith in the word of God. It is our response. It's the currency of the kingdom. Week three, we talked about how we love to work hard around here, but we also valuing resting well and having rhythms for spirit, soul, and body health in our lives. Week four, we talked about how church is alive and fun. Amen. How boring is the last thing that God ever intended for church to be, amen? And so we had the Lord help us reframe our perspective of church and our commitment and our involvement in his church and building his church. And then last week, Pastor Erica talked about how generosity is our lifestyle, right? God so loved the world that he what? He gave, right? He modeled it. Generosity is the way of God. God challenges us and encourages us to be generous, and and, and he helps us. He also rewards us when we're generous, right? So that's where we've been. Uh, Today, we're going to dive into another cultural value around here, and it's this. We, We have a culture. We believe that there is gold in you. All right? If you're taking notes today and you like titles of messages, that's the title today. There is gold in you. Someone say, there's gold. In me. Amen. That feels good. And that'll make more sense. We believe, we believe, it'll make more sense in a minute, but we believe that there's gold in you and we believe there's gold in others. And we look for and we see the gold, the gifts that God has placed in others. And we, we ask the Lord how to pull those gold out because there's so much potential in, inside of each and every one of us. And if we're not aware of that, we can't tap into it. If we don't tap into it, we can't make the eternal difference that God has called us to make. And so we are going to go on a little journey this morning together to discover some gold inside of us, amen. If you guys would join me as I just pray, as we prepare our hearts and our minds to receive from God's word this morning. Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you for the word. We thank you that it's truth and it's life, Father God. We thank you that it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. It illuminates the way we should go. It encourages us. It corrects us. It exhorts us, Lord. It cleanses us, Father God. We thank you for the holy word of God today, and we thank you more importantly for the truth that there is gold on the inside of us. Holy Spirit, come now. Help us mine it out. Help us dig it out. Help us discover the gold inside of us and challenge us and encourage us to use your gold that you placed inside of us for your glory and for your kingdom come and your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we love you. We praise you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. And everybody agreed said, amen. amen. So let's talk about gold for a second, all right? Gold, like what is it about gold? Maybe it's, it's gold, shiny, lustry color that it captivates our attention, right? Maybe it's because gold has great worth in our society. and Gold shows up in so many different ways in our life, right? From rings and necklaces and earrings to iPhone cover colors to, you know, maybe our investment portfolio has gold as a part of it, right? It shows up as trophies and awards and different things, right? We all want to win the gold, right? We're playing video games and Mario Kart and we want to get the gold trophy, not the silver or the bronze, right? There's just something about gold that, captivates us. Some of you guys might remember Mr. T from Rocky 3. Do you guys know who Mr. T is? I got a quote from Mr. T as I was studying this week. Yeah, I don't know. How spiritual is this? Check this out. He said, gold was a gift to Jesus. If it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. I pity the fool. You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't understand how important gold is? Now, long story short, if you actually study out, Mr. T is a believer. He believes in Jesus. Praise God. But hey, we're talking about gold in the natural standpoint, but that is not our mission today. Today's message isn't about the 79th element in the periodic table with the symbol AU. Today, when we talk about gold is, I believe we can all agree that gold has worth. Gold has value. Gold means something. And, and gold symbolizes all of these things. That is our focus today. Our purpose today is to realize that we're talking about how God has given you and I, each of us, different gifts, different graces, different gold, if you will, in our lives. Not just for our own benefit, but for the benefit of others. That he's done this for us. And in our time together, I want to unpack this truth with you because I believe it's, it's life-changing. When we understand that there's gold in us and we know how to find it, we know how to refine it, and we know how to use it, it makes us an unstoppable force for the kingdom of God. And so today, with the remainder of our time today, can I, can I just share with you three important things when it comes to the gold inside of us? If you're taking notes, the first one is this. God put gold in you. God put gold in in you. This is foundational, but this is so important. And in case you haven't heard it yet, or maybe you've heard it a hundred times, it's worth hearing it again. It's this. God has good plans for you. Does anybody believe that in the room this morning? We were just singing about it a few minutes ago. He has good plans. If I know the Father, then I know my Father has good plans for me. He has good plans. And in case you don't know your father, the word of God reveals his nature, his will, his plans for you. In Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for good, not for disaster or evil, to give you a future and a hope. So, in case you've been misled, in case you are confused this morning, in case you're not under, understanding of what God thinks about you, He thinks the world of you, and He wants His very best, His good plans for you in your life. We say it, uh, the, the, the whole thing. There's gold in you. This is this is foundational. This is revelational, right? This means that God has given you gifts. He's given you graces. He's given you talents. He's given you purpose. And we must unlock this, right? We say it around here all the time, but we say it around here all the time because we believe that God created you and I on purpose for a purpose. He created you on purpose for a specific purpose. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. I like how the Amplified Classic reads. Check this out. It says, He, God, has made everything beautiful in its time. He also has planted eternity in men's hearts and minds. A divinely implanted sense of purpose, working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Yet so men cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. Did you catch that? God has put a divinely implanted sense of purpose inside of each and every one of us. God has put gold on the inside of you. Someone needs to get Kanye's attention and let, God, let him know God ain't a gold digger. God's a gold di- giver, amen? God is a gold giver. He loves to give good gifts and he's given gifts and graces and spiritual gifts to men and women. Let's take a look at some other passages of scripture to help us understand this. Ephesians chapter four, verses seven and eight. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Jesus gave gifts to you and I. He's given us different graces, different passions, different purposes and callings in our life. Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that has been given to us, let us use them. I love this passage of scripture because it just it, it makes, it takes the pressure off. We all have been given different gifts. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Your gift might be different from somebody else's gift and and somebody else's gift, but God needs all the gifts, all the graces, all the gold working together in his kingdom to help reach this world with his love, amen? He needs all of us. But the main takeaway in this first point is just simply this, that you have gifts. You have purpose. God has placed gold on the inside of you. And if I could just speak real frankly for a moment, maybe you're here and... Some of you are, are totally fighting this idea right now about you having gold inside of you or gifts inside of you. Maybe like, no, man. Yeah, Pastor, you must be mistaken. Like, There ain't no gold in me. I, I'm too messed up. I'm, I'm too jacked up. I've made too many bad decisions. I've, I've been abused. I feel like the gold has been taken from me. My gold, my innocence was taken from me. You don't know what I've been going through. I, I couldn't possibly have anything left to offer as far as anything good in my life. You've got too much junk in your past to believe that there's still good plans for you and that there's gold for you. Can you look at me up here just for a second, real quick, online, can you look up at me for a second? That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The enemy, the devil, Lucifer, Satan, also known as the deceiver, the accuser of the brethren, of the believers, has been speaking his native tongue which is lie and today it it must stop in the name of Jesus today we can't allow him to chirp in our ear and say you're not good enough you're not worthy enough you have nothing to offer That's no no use even going on no one would care that you're gone that is a lie from the pit of hell we got to put our foot down on the neck of the enemy who is under our feet and take some authority back and say "Uh -uh, I'm not going to believe that that is a lie that is not the truth Whether you believe it yet or not, whether you've experienced it yet or not, there is gold in you. And so here's the deal. Don't disqualify yourself from this truth. God can use and does use broken people. Right? He can use our pain and turn something beautiful from it. Amen? Many of us are familiar with how diamonds are made. They're made under significant pressure. Pain. What can be produced? What beautiful could come from my life as you go through all of this junk and all this hardship on this side of heaven? Gold. God wants to produce something and has produced something beautiful. And so I don't know who this is for this morning, but God's not done with you yet. He is not done with you yet. Even if you think you've experienced everything there is to experience in God's kingdom, he's not done with you yet. And if you're hanging on by a thread this morning, not believing anything good is coming your way, God's not done with you yet. There is gold on the inside of you. Give him time to show it and reveal it and let you begin to shine for him and his glory and his kingdom, amen? So for those of us that believe that God has placed gold on the inside of us, a lot of times we believe that, but the hardest part, I think, is this next part is, but what is it? Like, what is the gold that God has placed in it? How do I discover it? How do I find that? Maybe, maybe the best question for us to ask here this morning is, what gold do I have in me? If you're asking that question right now, I think that's a fair and honest and right question to ask in the midst of this message. And, and we think I think we need to move on to point two to really help unpack that and help you guys. Number two, thing that I think God wants us to understand this morning is number two, discover your gold. Everybody say discover. Discover, discover your gold. Did you know and can you believe that God wants you to discover the golden gifts that He has put inside of you? God's not playing keep away. Or hide and seek with the gold in your life. God wants you to know what that gold is, right? The two most important days of your life are this. Number one, the day you were born. But number two, the day you discover why you were born. From the beginning of time, when we enter this world through birth, from the beginning of us coming out of our mother's womb, humanity has this heart question etched and burned inside of us, and it is, why am I here? What is my purpose? That is the journey of much of our life. And the world has a lot to offer in that. But to answer that question, I, do, I believe it, it takes a lifetime to really walk in the fullness and the fruit of that. But God's gifts, God's gold, God's graces that he puts in your life do help point us in the right direction of the answer to that question. And, and because God has put gold on the inside of us, may we realize that we have a part to play. We must discover it. Just because there's gold in there doesn't mean we'll know about it. Or even walk in it unless we do intentional discovery. We, you and I, have the responsibility to dig for it, to dig, to process it, to, to mine it out, to find it. I like what uh, American composer Alan Menken said. He said, if you want to find gold, you've got to love the process of digging. Everybody's all excited about the shiny gold, but it takes some digging some effort some pickaxes some travel right to to get after we can't be afraid to roll up our sleeves get a little dirty and ask the holy spirit to help us find our gold i think this is where the rubber meets the road for all of us we know god has good plans for us but what are they well there's his part but there's also our part guys know this finding the gold finding the gifts finding the purpose in our lives is an expedition it's not a google search we all want it now, instant, right now. It will take time to process this. It will take time and intentionality to dig. You know, in light of this gold thing and this expedition and this journey, you know, I think a lot of us are familiar with uh, what happened in the past, the, what they call the gold rush, right? It took place in the mid-19th century when thousands of people flocked from all over, traveled particularly to North America and Australia in search of gold, Right? To strike it rich. The, the most famous of the gold rushes took place in California starting in 1848 when they discovered gold at Sutter's Mill. And see, the, the allure of striking it rich and finding gold made tons of people travel thousands of miles to get to these places that thus said there was gold to be under the ground. Right? And I'm just amazed at this. At this little element, this little material, this precious metal. That people would drop everything they're doing. They would sell all. They would get in ships. They would give up their day job. They would leave their families. They would travel to some place to find a little bit of gold to make it in life. I'm inspired and I'm unchallenged. And the Lord said, that should be the same way that my people are dialed in and intentional about discovering the gold that I've placed in them. That we would do whatever it takes to find it. That we wouldn't be afraid of some hard work, some self-discovery, some healing, some pain, some wounds, all of it that comes out when we look inward to discover, God, what have you really put in there and what is its purpose? Something else interesting to note about the gold rush is this. During the gold rush, there was a lot of people that thought they discovered gold and they were excited and they were collecting it and they're bringing it back on ships only to find out that it was actually fool's gold. It wasn't the real thing. It was a counterfeit. It was a fake, right? Fool's gold is also known as iron pyrite, and it, it, it's a mineral that resembles gold in its color and luster, but it has no true value or really no purpose. I remember growing up and a kid, you know, you know the kids gawk into those, those uh, souvenir shops, and they want to buy rocks, right? I want to get a $15 rock, mom and dad. And you're like, shoot, you got 18 million of those in our backyard for free but I want to buy this rock because it's in the gift shop, right? I remember getting this little fool's gold, right? It's like, wow, me and my brother like, we're rich. That thing was like two cents. But we valued it like it was the world, right? I mean, as a young kid, pirates, treasure, gold, like there's just this allure of this. But this fool's gold thing messed some people out because it, the interesting thing, it's right alongside the real gold oftentimes. Fool's gold is found right along the rock sediment of where real gold is and it confused those explorers and those settlers. Why do I share all these details about the gold rush that happened hundreds of years ago? It's, the, I believe, for God to help us and to warn us with this. Watch out for fool's gold. We better watch out for fool's gold in our life. What do I mean by that? The enemy will try to get you to get your worth from his fool's gold that he offers you in this world. He will try to get you to think that it is the thing. It is. You've made it. You've got it. Oh my gosh, this is it. I'm I'm, I'm somebody. I'm something. I've got it. I've got this house. I've got this car. I've got this amount of money in my retirement. This book. He'll, he'll try to get you to sell out to all the things of the world thinking that that is his true gold and is absolutely not the, the truth. It is a counterfeit, right? Satan did this with Jesus when he tempted him and when he's coming out of his 40-day fast in Matthew chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, it says, again, the devil took him, Jesus, to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. What's the deal here? In this passage, the devil tempts Jesus by offering him worldly kingdoms and their worth for worship. And what this verse helps us with, it illustrates that there is a temptation among our culture to prioritize material wealth and power above spiritual worth and value. That's a dangerous trap. What else did Jesus say? In Mark chapter 8, verse 36, Jesus says, For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world, yet loses his own soul? I like how the message translation reads this verse. It says, What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? What could you ever trade your soul for? This passage of scripture just emphasizes the foolishness of chasing fool's gold, of acquiring worldly wealth and success. Nothing wrong with that. Basically chasing after the fool's gold and placing uh, false value in that. It highlights the importance of prioritizing eternal values, the real gold, the real gifts, the real graces, the real calling, the real anointing that God has placed on the inside of us. You know, I think it's important for us to understand this about fool's gold. And So I was preparing this week, I just, you know, I was like, Lord, how can we bring this whole like fool's gold thing home? Would you go with me on this analogy? Imagine that you're a prospector searching for gold, And this gold that you're searching for represents the pursuit of worth and fulfillment in life. And along your journey, you come across this gleaming material in the rock that you've worked hard to get and mine out. And, and you believe that it's gold. You're excited that you, hey, we probably struck it rich. And you get excited about it and you start cherishing this material, believing it to be the genuine gold that you set out for. Yet, however, as time goes on, you realize that this mineral is actually only fool's gold. It's a fake. It may have temporarily captivated your attention and excited you, but in reality, it holds no true value. It promised great wealth, but it's broke as a joke. It lacks the qualities and properties of God's graces and gifts in your life, but it does not have the material that is required for enduring treasure. And so, in a similar way, Satan... Portrayed as the deceiver in the Bible, he can tempt you and I with this worldly worth and achievements. He can dangle before us the carrot and allure of material possessions and social status and promising fulfillment and true happiness from the things of this world. Just like fool's gold, these worldly pursuits can int- initially captivate us, but in the end, they leave us broken and empty. Upon closer examination, we reflect and we realize, man, these worldly Pursuits, these pleasures, they only bring temporary satisfaction and they could never fully fulfill us. They actually leave us more empty, more disillusioned, more confused and disconnected with our true purpose. This is why this is so important, my friends. Don't chase after the fool's gold of the world. Chase after and find out and mine out the true gold that God has placed in you. Because here's what I know. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of material possessions. There's no relationship or person in this world. There's no amount of social media followers or influence that could ever fulfill you. Only God's plan for your life can truly fulfill you. Fool's gold ain't got nothing on God's true gold. Can I get an amen on that? And we as the people of God must rise up and not only know that God has put gold in us, but we must take a step further and discover that gold and that purpose inside of us. And so a couple things here as we talk about discovering the gold, just some traps that we can fall into. As you begin to discover your gold that God has placed inside you, the gifts that he's given you, don't compare your gold to somebody else's gold. That will only steal your joy and leave you more empty and get your focus off of the main thing. For some of us, we need to not make a big deal out of fool's gold in our life. Like, okay, you got that and that, awesome. But like the main thing of life, none of that we can take with us to heaven. Do you know why you're here? Do you know why you're breathing? Do you know why there's still breath in your lungs and blood in your veins? Are you fulfilled in every day when you wake up? Are you excited about life and what God has called you to? Or are you just surrounded by a bunch of stuff that society says will make you happy and bring you great joy, but it leaves you more empty? We need to be careful not to use our gold to please people. To be people pleasers. We're called to live for an audience of one. To use the gold inside of us to glorify God and him alone. And for some of us, we need to be careful not to be tempted to use our gold to manipulate situations. To, to believe that where we're at right now, we got us there, but it was actually something that God gave us. To, to give false credit where credit is actually due. And so real quickly, some, number two here, just some practicals on this point of discovering your gold. Some of you are like, how do I do this? Where do I even get started Um, as you guys know, we have something here at Alive called Growth Track. And we've designed this. We spent prayer. We spent a year praying about this and designing this to help unlock our potential as a church. Any person that walks in our doors, whether it's your first Sunday or you've been here a hundred Sundays, We believe, without a shadow of a doubt, if you go through growth track, you'll be more connected to God's plan and purpose for your life. You'll be more fulfilled in your life. You'll have blessing in your life because step one is make it home. Plant yourself in the house of the Lord. Is alive your your home church. We talk about that. That's an online video that you take step one. Step two, though, is discover your design. How did God wire you? How are you made? In step two, it's online. You can take this this afternoon. You go to Step Two on our website of Growth Track, and you take a spiritual gifts assessment and a personality profile. And it helps you dig beneath the surface to mine out some of those graces and some of those giftings and, and the way God has wired you. It's a, a self discovery tool. Something we also don't talk about very much, but we have in years past, is we've made available in Step Two online. Again, this is all free, it's all there. You can access this 24 7. Eric and I, we've created a resource called Finding You. It's a, it's a series of deep questions that will help you unlock what your true purpose is in life, according to the Word of God. It's a great exercise. So if you need help, if you're stuck on this, if you just want to revisit this, we've got some resources online for you guys to do that. We really encourage you to take advantage of that. The other thing I want to caution you guys is, is just, just be patient in the process. Remember, sometimes this takes time. And if I can just speak transparently to you guys... Even in the midst of what I'm doing, where I feel like I'm doing what I'm called to do, I'm still discovering new gold in my life. I'm still discovering what I'm good at and what I'm not so good at. Where God needs me to grow and where I just need to move on and move on and focus in these areas. And, and also, even though you know what gold it is, you can refine the gold. Amen? You can purify the gold. You can bend it into shapes and earrings and different things for the glory of God, so to speak, metaphorically speaking, right? And so just because you might know what you're gifted at or what you're skilled at doesn't mean you're done. That just means, hey, God wants to go further in that area. And so let the Holy Spirit guide you along this journey to discover your gold. And lastly, in this area of discovering your gold, just know it's worth the work. It's worth the work. It's worth, it's worth picking up the pickaxe. It's worth hammering out a piece of rock that looks nothing like gold over and over and over again because you know deep down underneath the surface there is something of true worth, true value, true fulfillment that God Almighty, the creator of the universe, has placed and put inside of you. And so you'll do whatever it takes to mine it out, to discover it, because that is where true fulfillment happens when we collide and connect with our God given purpose and calling everything in life changes. Amen. And so once you discover your goal, number one is you have gold in you leave today knowing you have gold in you. Number two, know that, Hey, you've got a part to play. It's time to discover or uncover or rediscover some of that gold that God has placed in you. But even if we know that there's gold, And we discover it. We stop there. We miss out on one of the most important pieces of this whole gold gold inside of you concept. And it's this number three. Use your gold. Use it. Permission granted. Use the gold that God has placed in you. I love this quote from one of our mentors, Pastor Chris Hodges. Uh, I don't think I have it for the screens this morning, but... He's, uh, he said this a lot. He said, the purpose of life is to discover your gift or your gold. But the meaning of life is to give your gift away. The true meaning and fulfillment in life comes when you give your gold away. You use it. We looked at Romans chapter 12, verse 6 earlier, but we focused in on us having differing gifts or different gold. Look at that same passage of verse with a different emphasis. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let's use the gold we got. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 says, God has given each of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. What are we supposed to do with them? Use them well to serve one another. You see, God never intended for you and I to discover our gold or our gifts. To print out a gold certificate, to hang it on our wall, and to kick up our feet and say, look what I did. Right? But the temptation of humanity is like, look, I did it. I got that far, but not do anything with it. And God says, I challenge you. I implore you. I beg you. I triple dog dare you to discover your gold and to begin to use it to bless and impact other lives. Watch what I can do with that gold. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16? He said, let your light so shine. Let your gold shine before men that they may see your good works. They may see your gold and glorify your father in heaven. Son and daughter of the most high God, let your gold shine. Let your gold shine. Your gold isn't just for you. It's for somebody else. Amen? The gold isn't just for you to feel good and fulfilled because you know what your goal is. It's actually there because God's heart is for all of humanity. He wants all to be saved, all to come to the saving knowledge of him. He wants all to experience God's best for his life. He wants all to walk in his blessing. He wants all healed. He wants all full of joy. Come on, somebody. And we've got gold, and there's people outside our four walls that don't know what the gold they have outside of them. They don't even know that there is a God who gives gold. So who's going to tell them? Who's going to show them? Who's going to be fired up about the gold inside of them? I believe we can be a church that uses our gold for God's kingdom. Uses our gold to bless others. Uses our gold to minister to others. Uses the gold and the gifts and the graces that God has put in our life to expand the kingdom of God. I love the challenge that Paul gives us in Ephesians 4.1. I love this verse. It's one of my favorite verses. It's one of those kind of like man up verses get in between your eyes kind of verses. At least for me, it's been. In in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, Paul says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. He said, don't just know about the calling. Don't just know about the gold. Don't just talk the talk. He says, walk the walk. Put your gold where your mouth is. Do something with the gold. The gold. The gold inside of us should affect how we live and how we interact with others. And in this analogy of gold, I think this is important for us to leave with today and just know this concept. Life becomes rich when you give your gold away. And your natural mind goes, my spreadsheets don't work like that. Life becomes rich when you give your gold away, when you give your gifts away, when you use your talents and your treasure and your time to further the kingdom of God, to bless somebody else. We, we say it around here all the time. Church becomes more fun when you stop coming just for yourself. Amen. It's all important. There's a season where you need to come just for yourself because you're barely hanging on by a thread and you need hope and you need faith. And that's awesome. And we could be a church that helps people and helps them come alive spiritually. But after a point when you're good with God and you're walking with him, church becomes more fun when you just stop coming for yourself and you're excited about who God's going to touch and reach that day and how he could use you to greet somebody at the door, how he could help you teach somebody's kid, how God loves them. He'll be with them forever, right? to impart to a youth in this next generation, help somebody find a seed, answer their questions. Come on, somebody, there's gold inside of us. Are we using it? And so a couple of kind of practical things here to help you discover your goal. I know I've been talking about growth track and we talk about it every week, but step one is make it home. Is, is a live family church your home church? We have no official membership class so just watch a 30 minute video and feel like, are you vibing with this? Is this, is this a good place that you can plant your family, plant your lives in? Because those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the courts of our God. Amen? When you plant somewhere, you can begin to grow. Step two is discover your design. Take those spiritual gifts assessment, the personality profile. Mine out the goal. But step three is the step that really puts it all into action and motion, which is the Alive team. Join the team. Step one and two are online. Take it wherever you want. Step three is the only step that we require you to come back on a Sunday night, the third Sunday night of the month, Eric and I and a team of people, we lead that class personally. So we want to meet you. We want to get around the goal that God's put inside of you. We want to hear your story. We want to meet you. We want to understand what God is doing in your life. And we want to release you and say permission granted to go use that goal to help other people. And so, hey, if you've not been through our growth track, summer, again, is a great time to do that. And literally, next Sunday is the third Sunday of the month. So next Sunday night. We're having step three of growth track. And literally, you could go home this afternoon and watch step one and fill out the digital card. I'm here. You could then tonight go on step two or Monday or Tuesday and take step two. It doesn't take that much time and do that and and then be ready and sign up for step three and we could see you next Sunday night at our growth track step three to learn more about the opportunities of how you can serve and use that gold to make an eternal impact in the lives of others. So I encourage you guys. Let's get through Growth Track this summer. Let's have it a goal before school starts or the fall starts that if I haven't taken Growth Track, that I would at least start and start along the process. Couple more things, real quick. I feel like the Lord wants us to leave with today, and it's this. Maybe you're here today and you're hearing all this, and you're like, "Yeah, Pastor, that's awesome. That's good. I've experienced some of that." But you're here, and you're saying, "You know what? I've been using my gold, but I feel like it's not making an impact or a difference." Have you ever felt like that before? Have you ever been there? Like, I feel like I'm doing everything I'm called to do, but I feel like it's not making a difference. Please hear this loud and clear. Every gift is necessary. Every ounce of God's gold is necessary and helpful. Every ounce of it. This is scriptural. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 20-22. through 22, Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, but now indeed there are many members, that's us, Yet one body, the body of Christ, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need for you. Nor again the head can't say to the feet, I have no need for you. Verse 22, no, much rather those members of the body which seem, everybody say seem, which seem to be weaker are actually necessary. Key word is seem weaker. The Bible says they are not weaker. Right? If we rightly divide the word of truth there, they are not weaker. This isn't a competition All members, all gifts, all gold are necessary in God's kingdom. That will change your life. Your gold matters. Your gold can make a difference. Your gold can have an eternal impact. Man, that gets me so excited. The gold inside of us is not wasted gold if we we act on it. Take heart, though, for some of you guys... There's so much pressure. You put so much pressure on yourself to perform. I've stood in those shoes and I'm walking in those shoes so often. I've been there. I've been in those moments. Take the pressure off. It's not your responsibility to determine the outcome, it's God's. Your responsibility is to be faithful to the call or the gift or the goal that He's given to you and just stay faithful. God takes care of the results. The Apostle Paul, who was walking in the newfound gold and going on missionary journeys and starting churches and like healing people and doing and preaching and all of this, check out what he said in 1 Corinthians 3 6. Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Come on, somebody, who gave the increase? God, who gave the increase? God, who gave the increase? God, God did. All he had to do is stay faithful to what God was calling him to do, and God would take care of the rest. Take the pressure off. God's got it. Amen? And so, man, I don't know about you. I'm, I'm fired up. Let's be excited, church. Yay. Again, we called it alive family church. Welcome to dead family church. Lame family church. You're, you're welcome here. Your life can kind of be changed lamely alive family church come on somebody if jesus rose from the dead if jesus is seated at the right hand of the father if jesus is praying for you and jesus put gold in you then we've got job we got a mission come on somebody we got work to do whoa he's trying to activate us activation so i pray that you're encouraged you're inspired you're fired up today remember if you if you leave with anything there's gold in you we champion a culture on here at church at alive that we believe the best in every person. Yeah, we all got our issues and our flaws, but there's gold underneath the surface of every single person, and it's put there by our Maker and our Creator, God. Number two, discover your gold. Let's start digging. Amen. Let's start digging. Let's be a prospector. You know what I'm saying? We're going out of California, we're going to California. We are gonna find some gold. Let's get some gold. Cause it's there. We got to find it. We got to dig it out. Take advantage of it. Practical step. Work through growth track. Get through step two. Maybe find that finding you resource and start doing that in your personal time with the Lord. Uncovering those gifts and that God-given purpose. And number three, let's use our gold. Let's do something with it. Use the gifts that God has given to us. Start making a difference in the lives of others and make an eternal impact. And that happens here at Alive through step three. And so what I want to do is I want to close in prayer and And after a message of this weight and magnitude, I just want to give us a few minutes to spend some time declaring in faith that we do believe there's gold in us and that God still has good plans. And so worship team, if you want to, I'm going to have the team actually come back up. Yeah, I'm going to pray for us here, but as they're getting ready, we're going to have a time of worship just for a few minutes to respond to what God has been speaking and doing in our lives. To take a moment and say, God, what is that gold? What is my next step? What is my action point? And, and if, if nothing else, if you don't want to get in that deep, just declaring by faith that God has good plans for you, that God has gold for you, that God's not done with you yet, that God will be with you in the dry seasons in deserts, and he'll be with you in the great seasons in the gardens. Amen? They'll be with you when you're high and it'll be with you when you're low, right? When you're having a good week and when you're having a bad week, right? When things are going every way you want them to and things are crazy and going absolutely the opposite direction you desire. That God still has good plans for you and he still has gold inside of you. And it's time, church, to unlock that and begin to use that for his glory, and for his kingdom. Would you pray with me, church? Heavenly Father, we love you so much. And we just thank you for this revelation, this reminder, this encouragement this morning that you've placed gold inside of us, that you've given us gifts and different graces, different passions, different bends. You've wired us each uniquely and different, but on purpose, for a purpose. Father, may we leave with our head held high today, knowing that no no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Lord, that we're the head and not the tail. We go above and not beneath. We shall live and not die and declare the works of our great God. Father God, we thank you that in the midst of that gold, you will help us, Holy Spirit, discover what it is. Lord, I pray that you come alongside us, Lord. Help us mine out the gold inside of us, the gifts inside of us, what you put there on purpose so we can connect with our divine design. And Father, lastly, give us the boldness, give us the courage, give us the strength, give us the dedication and intentionality to do something with the gold that you've blessed us with. To make a difference in somebody else's life. To pay it forward and to help other people discover the goal that you've placed in them. Father, we thank you right now for what you're doing and what you're speaking. Lord, I thank you for a church that arises to this. Lord, that we would be this culture because we live it out one by one, person by person, unit by unit. Seeing the gold in others and recognizing that there's gold in us and being faithful to the gold that you've placed in our lives, Lord God. We praise you. We thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody grieve Said. Amen. So be it.